Well, hello and welcome to the County Conversation, a podcast featuring employees and subject matter experts from the Fairfax County government discussing programs, services, and items of interest to residents of Fairfax County. I'm your host, Jim Person, and on this edition of the Conversation, we're talking with Anna Bentley. She is Planning Branch Manager with the Fairfax County Park Authority, and today we're going to the dogs. <laughs> we're going to talk about dog parks and the Park Authority's dog park survey and what that means for the parks, for your dog, and for you as a resident of Fairfax County. Anna, thanks for being here with us on the County Conversation Podcast. Thanks for having me, Jim. Absolutely. Looking forward to the conversation. Personally, I love dogs, so uh, this sounds like a great topic. <laughs> yes. Um, how did how did we get here? First of all, when we're talking about dog parks in Fairfax County and this dog park survey, what what exactly is that? How did it start? Sure, we we here in Fairfax County um, enjoy a very robust park system. You know, we have over four hundred and twenty nine parks over 23,000 acres of parkland. And over time, we find ourselves providing new and different kinds of amenities to to meet the public's interests, you know, and really serve the people who live here. And over the past 20 years or so, there has been increasing ownership of canines, of dogs, as household pets and family members. And so that's also become an interest and, and a need for recreational amenities. And as more and more people have moved into, you know, smaller houses or our counties become less rural, there needs to be space for these dogs to recreate and socialize. And really, as you may know, those of you who are dog owners, the dog parks are as much about human socialization as they are right. about canine. So we found ourselves getting more and more comments um, and heightened interest in the dog parks that we already had provided and how we were going to provide more, if we were going to provide more, and where, where we could provide them. And, and so in 2018, 2019, and then 2020, we undertook this study to, to try to help us better answer those questions. Hmm. So before I ask you about the survey, uh, how, how many dog parks were there at that time when you embarked on this survey? Were there, I think you said there already were dog parks That's in correct. the park system. Yes. We have... 11 uh, existing Fairfax County owned and operated dog parks. And, you know, this, the study took about a year, so it's only, you know, the data is about a year and a half old, and we had 11 at that time. One of the things I would like to note, which is important to remember, is that some dog parks and dog exercise areas are actually provided by apartment complexes or by HOAs. Hmm. So there is a pool of dog play areas, dog parks, that are not in the Fairfax County park system. And so we don't have an accurate count of that, and that's actually one of the follow-on recommendations of our work. Mm, okay. So, dumb question, what is a dog park? Is it just a big open space for dogs and humans to, to run around? You know, it is not a dumb question. It is a very good question, one that actually our team spent a lot of time thinking about. Um, for Fairfax County, we define a dog park as a fenced area that allows for dog socialization, exercise, and interaction. One of the key parts of the work that we did over the last year and a half was looking at other jurisdictions, both nearby and more far-flung, uh, to see how they dealt with their dog parks. Because, you know, Fairfax County, we're used to being a leader uh, countywide, mm -hmm. but 
we always need to check to see that we're keeping up and see how others are handling with the handling issues. And as an example, in the city of Alexandria, they have some dog parks, but they also have areas that are just unfenced lawns that they also include in their dog play area count. That's not something that Fairfax County is ready to do just yet, but um, the definition of dog park can vary from jurisdiction to jurisdiction. Okay. So I, I'm, I'm already hearing dog park and dog play area. So so it sounds like a couple of definitions right there already. For other places. That's exactly right. Yeah. So a, a fenced-in area uh, where humans and their dogs can go, run, play, socialize, um, any other amenities, any rules? Talk to me a little bit about dog park behavior, if you will. Sure. So we provide uh, inside dog – well, so dog parks typically have a gated entrance. Um, okay. There may be one or two gates. Uh, sometimes there is um, what you might consider a waylay area. For, so it provides you know owners and their canines to come through one set of gates and then go through a second set to enter the what I will call the open area, the play area. Right. Um, we provide trash cans which, you know, are certainly an operational and maintenance cost, but is very important. Um, some dog parks have benches. Some might have trees. They will all have some sort of surfacing. It could be a crushed gravel or a crushed stone. Some have grass or mulch or some combination thereof. And then finally, just to address the rules, absolutely we have dog park rules, and they're posted on the Fairfax County Park Authority webpage. But also, oftentimes, they are posted nearby the dog parks themselves. Do you – were you there or do you remember the first dog park within the Fairfax County Park Authority system? You know, I don't. And actually, now that you ask, I'm not even sure which dog park is the oldest dog park. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was just trying to figure out how – how this dog park concept, you know, came about. You know, I, I do think sort of anecdotally and from a, you know, a broader sort of planning perspective, dog parks really emerged as a phenomenon when people started moving into multifamily, which is to say apartments or condos and and lost their front yards, their backyards. Um, I think there's also a correlation with uh, the increase in number of of adults who perhaps keep pets instead of keeping children, <laughs> you know, um, I <laughs> right. think there's a correlation there as well. All right. Well, you know, good and bad of both, yeah, I guess. that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and we won't go into that that's any right. further. That's a whole other podcast, right, Jim? <laughs> that's right. That's right. So, so the dog parks, we, we had them in Fairfax County, yes. operated within the, the park authority system, but also, as you said, other you know, homeowners association, other places have dog play areas, maybe even dog parks, that kind of thing. They already operating, I think, eleven that you said you undertook this survey. Um, was there anything that you learned or saw that the park authority was not doing with with the dog parks already, or major findings from this survey? Sure, there are. There are several, I think, really interesting findings. You know, the mm. survey is one element of the public survey that we, you know, provided online, um, is one element, one input of the various kinds of research that right. we did for this study. Just to quickly touch on the survey, you know, we received, <laughs> it was astounding, Jim, we received 
4,600 responses to our survey. Wow. <laughs> um, M- mostly dog owners or most non-dog 90%, owners? 90% of respondents indicated that they were dog owners. Wow. Uh, so it was it was really fascinating. And of that, you know, of those 4,600 people, over 2,000 of them gave us detailed text comments so we had a lot of information come in. It was really interesting because, you know, people indicated that some of the things that they were most interested in were improvements to the maintenance and the operations of the dog parks that they use. Uh, we had a pretty good distribution of respondents by age. You know, there it wasn't predominantly younger or older in the middle. It was a pretty good distribution across all of those. And wow, it so it was, you know, it was a relatively good representation of dog owners. Again, 90% were dog owners. So we learned a lot about, you know, some of the maintenance opportunities. Um, We also learned that people were very interested in volunteering. And so we've come out knowing that we we need to do a better job of publicizing and putting information on our website on how people can get involved because most of our dog parks are the products of volunteer and donor partnerships. Um, you know, I don't have to tell you or the listeners that you know the Park Authority relies on those types of funding and assistance and collaboration uh, measures to be able to provide all that we do. Um, and there was also an interest in um, building out uh, some of the dog parks that we have on the books, if you will, but just haven't been constructed that yet. And, and by mm. that, I mean for each of our Fairfax County Parks, we maintain a master plan, and that's sort of the guiding document that shows what should be built where. Um, We have in our system right now an additional seven dog parks that are unbuilt but show up in master plans. So getting those built is is also a priority for us. Okay. Well, you know, here's here's my my second dumb question, if you will. It it seems like there wouldn't be a whole lot of cost to – build the dog park because if the land is already there maybe it's just adding a fence and a bench and <laughs> you know but i'm sure it costs more than one would think on at, at first blush you know relative to some of the other kinds of facilities we maintain such as you know recreation centers or athletic yeah, right. fields dog parks as far as capital expenses are relic generally relatively inexpensive. Um, There is the surfacing, uh, which is a cost. It has to be provided Mm. across the entire area. Um, But more than that, uh, you know, dog parks are always a – they're a topic that bring out people. Um, So, you know, we have to consider proper distancing from residences, um, environmental impacts, accessibility, mm. and and making sure that there are appropriate adjacent uses. So getting the spot right in the park um, is oftentimes a very large challenge as well. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, and, and dogs are part of our families. I can I can definitely understand that. Right. So lots of passionate feelings on on both sides of it. Yes. You you mentioned a moment ago maintenance opportunities. What what do, what do you mean by that? Sure, you know we we have a set of maintenance standards um, such as trash removal and and restocking of dog waste bags because we we also provide waste bags in our dog parks, mm-hmm. which not all do, okay. but we do. We have an operational staff that has to provide maintenance for our entire park system. 
the rate of use of dog parks is exceptionally high. So one of the things that we do is we rely on volunteers to some part, to some extent, to help us know when bags are out or trash cans are filled or when the surfacing is thin or when portions of the fence are are down. And so two things coming out of the port. One is, you know, we recognize a need for additional operational funding. Um, that's always easier to observe than to obtain um, for us <laughs> and every other agency. Uh, right. The second thing is, again, goes back to doing a better job of popularizing and providing information on our website about volunteering opportunities so that community individuals and groups can partner with us to help us know when those things have happened and potentially even to help us get those maintenance um, elements fixed. Right. We're speaking with Anna Bentley. She is the planning branch manager with uh, Fairfax County's Park Authority, and we're talking about uh, dog parks and all that entails and the Fairfax County Park Authority system, but uh, also the uh, dog park survey that uh, Started back in uh, 2018, 2019, and it's been going on. And as Anna said, more than uh, f- or more than 4,600 people participated in that original dog park survey. And just on March 23rd, Anna, uh, I believe there was a virtual meeting where the the study findings were presented to the public. What was the uh, uh, what was the um, feedback or reception? I guess from that virtual virtual meeting. It was good. It was both positive um, as well as constructive. Uh, and and some of the concerns and ideas that we saw both in the survey responses and then in those you know, over 2,000 detailed comments came up again. We had over about 100 attendees, which is a lot for us uh, on a Tuesday night and virtual. Right. And we took about an hour, maybe an hour and a half of comments uh, so it was really wow. good. Some had questions about specific dog parks that they had used. Others had questions asking for clarification about environmental impacts and what we had considered. Another element that was asked about, and I, I should highlight that the study discusses our design and siting standards. So some of the work we did was, you know, you had asked earlier about what goes in a dog park. And you know, when we go about things haphazardly, there's a lot of variation. And one of the things the study does is recommend some consistency, some standards. Uh, so there were some questions at the March 23rd meeting about signage or signposts or trash cans uh, and, you know, the design of those. And we were able to address those. It was a really right. good meeting. And we were so thankful for all of the people who were able to come out and give us input. Right. Well, you know, standardization uh, across many different areas is always a good thing. I mean, mm-hmm. it can lead to cost savings mm-hmm. and, you know, uniformity. And, you know, when you're going from one park to another, you kind of know how things are supposed to be and that that type of thing. Uh, but as you said, you know, each park is different, yes. different land areas. So there will be some differences as well, which, which makes them uh, unique in their own right, I guess, if you will. Absolutely. So if folks missed this March 23rd uh, presentation of the findings of this dog park survey and, and, and hearing all the, the questions and comments and that type of thing, is, was it recorded? Is there a replay? Is there a place to go to get more information? Talk to me a little bit about that. Yes. So 
the format that we use uh, does record the meeting. It is available. It will be available. And actually, it is available on our park website. If you go to fairfaxcounty.gov slash parks and search dog park study, you'll be taken Mm. to the dog park study homepage. And on that page will be a link to watch the meeting recording. It'll include all the audio and the video. In addition, residents are encouraged to email us at parkmail at fairfaxcounty.gov. And we will be accepting comments through April 23rd. Oh, okay. So folks didn't didn't make the virtual meeting, still plenty of time to provide comments. Uh, is it on the findings itself or is it uh, kind of like the survey? Um, what, what does it mean to provide public comment? Well, Jim, we will accept any comment that folks like to share. <laughs> um, okay. But, okay. but specifically, you know, we're asking for people to look at the study. You know, the survey is is a data point. We can't really, you know, you yeah, know, forty six hundred people told us right. what they told us. But um, you know, have a look at the study if you have any questions about the content of the document. And I, I'll note it's a very long study. If you just want to get the highlights, there is an executive summary. It's about eight pages, and it'll tell you ninety percent of the stuff that you're interested in. Um, but have a look if you have questions or if you're someone who wants to get involved in volunteering, please do feel free to reach out. I also want to mention that you can email us with comments or if you go to the Dog Park Study webpage, we have an online way for you to submit comments as well. So you don't have to use your email if you're on your phone. You can just go to the website, click the button and put it all in right there. Gotcha. Yeah, and I had actually written down a little uh, a little note here on my card I wanted to ask you because we've talked about volunteers a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Is it the, the best way to use the email address or go to that dog park study or go to the Park Authority webpage if they're interested in uh, volunteering uh, specifically with a, a dog park here in Fairfax County? I think that that's one good avenue. Another avenue is uh, through the Park Foundation, so Fairfax County Park Authority is very fortunate to have a park foundation, and they do a lot of work coordinating with volunteers, but more than that, coordinating with people who want to donate, donate funds or donate time. So if you're someone, one of the questions that came up at the March 23rd meeting was someone said, you know, I use a particular park very often. I hear what you're saying, and I want to know how can I help fundraise to provide a bench? And the answer to that question is reach out to the Park Foundation. They're able to help move that forward. And, you know, as you were saying, it not necessarily the most expensive amenities that we have, but for lots of people, adding a bench in a dog park can, can make a big difference. Right. Well, and another thing you mentioned earlier was uh, like monitoring of the, the dog litter bags and those type things. So it could be just a, a time volunteering as well? Absolutely. And and one of the additional things that, you know, through the course of the study and this work, we recognized, again, going to the idea of standardizing and coming up with a better system. This study also has developed some checklists. So we actually have volunteer checklists that we anticipate mm. we'll be able to share with these organized groups of volunteers. So when they go to the park and they see something, you know, they can run down the list, say bags, okay, trash can, okay, surface, okay, you know. And so we'll have a way for them to, you know, pro- better provide that kind of input to us. Right. Okay. So if you're interested in volunteering your time or money or fundraising ability, you've got some uh, some options there to help out uh, with the dog parks. 
uh, here in Fairfax County with the Park Authority. We mentioned the, the survey, uh, you know, started what, 2018, 2019, so it's been going on for several years. The virtual public meeting held March 23rd, comments accepted until April 23rd of uh, 2021. What happens after April 23rd? I'm sure you just don't go, thanks for the comments and move on to the next project. (laughs) Absolutely not. No. We'll look through the comments. um, And, you know, some of them may suggest changes or edits we might want to make to the study. Some of them may suggest other types of actions. um, And some we may just accept and and say thank you for, you know, letting us know or thank you for the compliments. Um, We'll take a couple months to revise our study, if appropriate, if necessary. And then we anticipate that mid to late summer of 2021, we will post the final version of the dog park study to our dog park webpage. Okay. And then does it, is there, you know, like acceptance by the park authority board or is the survey, you know, done at that point and the recommendations are, you know, "Quote unquote accepted or become part of the authority. What what what's the the end result, if you will? Like many of our sort of data centered studies, we we've presented this a handful of times to our park authority board, and mm. there's no formal adoption required. Uh, so we might present it to them again, so they have the information. But really, a large element of this study are the changes and the recommendations that we we will adopt as, as people who implement. So to create right. the study, it was a cross-agency team. We had financial management, operations, maintenance, design, individuals all involved. And by going through this, we're, we as staff are adopting these things as ways that we want to move forward. So it'll be a continual gotcha. process of starting to put these into practice. Gotcha. All right. Well, the dog park study, as we said, has been going on for several years. Still time to get your comments in. If you're listening to this up until April 23rd, 2021, you can still provide comments. I'm sure that you can still provide comments after that <laughs> point, but uh, as as with any just regular comments about park authority operations, etc., uh, if you have comments on the dog study, uh, again, email parkmail at fairfaxcounty.gov. You can also search uh, dog park study at fairfaxcounty.gov slash parks to uh, learn more about the study and everything going on. Uh, Anna Bentley, uh, Fairfax County Park Authority, final word from you, final thought, uh, anything I haven't asked you about the uh, the dog park study and, and dog parks uh, within the Fairfax County Park Authority system. I guess one last thing I, I would make sure our listeners know is that this dog park study is comprehensive and it really was intended for us to, you know, Look at dog park need, planning, siting, look at placement, design, operational, maintenance, volunteering, funding. But it didn't, it doesn't change that when we go to plan or implement individual dog parks, those are very local processes. We always engage with the community right around the park. Uh, We do those we have always done it that way, and we will always do it that way. So if you go to this dog park study looking to see if it adds anything or changes anything at the park near your house, you're not going to find that, and that wasn't our intent. All right. Good words from Anna Bentley again, uh, Park Authority. Uh, she is the uh, – <clears throat> with the Fairfax County Park Authority, she is the planning branch manager, and uh, we've been talking about the 
dog park study and what that means for your dog and you as a resident of Fairfax County. Anna, thanks for being on the uh, County Conversation podcast with us today. Thank you so much for having me, Jim. It was a pleasure. Absolutely. A fun, fun conversation. Always uh, love talking about dogs and <laughs> love, love mine. So thanks for being here. If you'd like to get more Fairfax County news, you can, of course, go to fairfaxcounty.gov slash news, or you can call 703-Fairfax. That's 703-324-7329, and that's weekdays between 8 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. Thanks again for joining us on the County Conversation, which is produced by the Fairfax County, Virginia government.